You're listening to the Morning Sound Alternative on KGNU. My name is Fergus, and I've been your host for two hours now. But I've been looking forward to this next half hour with great anticipation for ever since I learned we were going to do it. And it's been a couple weeks now. I'm talking about the men who are standing in the cabaret room, the KGNU cabaret. And uh, maybe you've heard about it. Maybe you've heard the rumors. They are true. Frank Sullivan and Dirty Kitchen are How are you, Fergus? In the house, and now you're on the air as well. Okay. How are you doing, Fergus? I am great. I'm excited to have you here. It's been a couple of years since I got to hear you guys, and um, um, you've come to attack the front range once again. Yes. Um, Let's start with a tune, and then we'll get into the business of uh, just what you're up to here. Sure, we might have a couple here for you. uh, This is a tune we haven't done in a while, um, written by my cousin Megan McCormick, called Days Go By. One, two, ready, go.
my, my goodness. Um, uh, you started with some space chords there, the kind of thing that Dwayne Allman used to refuse to play in the Allman Brothers. Uh, uh, and then uh, worked, a huge fan. And then worked into uh, something that sounded a little more uh, like what folks are used to. Um, welcome to Back to the Cabaret, guys. Um, it was, Thanks, Fergus. It was about six years ago. It was in the fall of 2011, I believe, that you guys... Uh, uh, were the high point of my day that day as well. You uh, you were on our bluegrass program on a Saturday morning. The oh. day the day itself will live in infamy because it was the day I discovered my banjo had been stolen over oh, right. that night. Uh, but that's all behind me that's now. That's because bluegrass is the best music in the world, man. I guess so. You certainly. Uh, I had other music that I did <laughs> that day, but you guys were the high point. And what I recall uh, compared to today, you guys sound a lot different. Oh, uh, and I I wonder why. Uh, well, I mean, we, we've been we've been together for a while now, you know, and uh, we have a new bass player here with us too, uh, who maybe wasn't here the last time we were here. I don't remember. Why don't you? Oh, go he ahead was. And, he was here the last time we yeah, were here. He, he was. Introduce the uh, introduce the guys. If oh, you will. I will for sure, man. Over there on the banjo playing that last number. Uh, that last number is called Yeah Man, by the way. Yeah. And uh, that's an original yeah. composition by this guy, and he is an incredible player, as uh, you can hear. And uh, agreed. I like to say. Um, He's, uh, you know, been all over the world with folks you've e- even heard of. And uh, that's Mike Munford on the banjo. Yay! Yay! I've never seen that man before in my life. Yeah, I've never seen him. Total stranger. Well, good morning. Good morning, morning. good afternoon, wherever you are listening. And, man, what a fine-looking audience. I must say, this is one of the most beautiful uh, audiences, radio audiences we've ever played for. So. Thank you very much. Good-looking crowd. We've got that. was Mike Munford, uh, former IBMA Banjo Player of the Year. He's always Banjo Player of the Year in this band. Or do you prefer Banjoist? I always thought banjo, banjoist banjo-itis. give you a little that's bit of banjoitis. He has a case of banjoitis, that's right. for sure. Uh, over here on the guitar, also an award-winning player. He's been all over the world, and uh, he's got a new record coming out soon enough. But uh, over here, uh, he's a great mandolin player. That's why we keep him on the guitar mostly. And um, <laughs> uh, that's Chris Luquette over there on the guitar. And welcome to KGNU, Chris. Hey, good to see you guys. Good to be here. Do you guys do? Uh, do you do some mandolin duets? In the act? Yeah, we do, actually. We got a couple things worked up. Uh, we don't have anything worked up today for the show. No, not that one. Um, <laughs> but on the bass, as I was mentioning a moment ago, this guy is an incredible player. Um, this is his second year with the band kind of going on here, and um, just uh, honored to be playing with this guy. He, he and I met in the Navy band when, uh, when I was kind of on my way out, transitioning out. He was working his way in, so we overlapped a little bit got to play some music together and he did 20 years in the military music program but that's jeremy middleton back here on the bass and again welcome back to kgnu jeremy thank you i don't know if you guys know but uh the football stadium here in boulder where the university of colorado buffaloes play their football games it's called Folsom. Really well until they ran into my University of Washington Huskies. Oh, but that wasn't what I was. About that. Wasn't what I was going to talk about <laughs> though. Um, that's the stadium itself. Never mind the team, which has had its good years and bad years. The stadium is called Folsom Field, um, but it is a commissioned ship in the United States Navy. Oh, how about that? Because uh, we had to have a naval ROTC program there uh, back in the Those past. Those are fun. So um, yeah, I knew lots of guys who. Uh, who uh, took their first steps into the Navy uh, on the uh, around the football field right here in Boulder. We are a long way 
from the uh, the ocean waves, but uh, <laughs> folks do learn to swim here anyway. And, uh, hey, you know, we're playing Cervantes tonight in Denver. That's one of the things I wanted to get to is uh, is how folks can get up more up close and more personal with you. I believe if you go to their, they may have a, a little contest going on their Facebook page still where you can win tickets, perhaps. And uh, we got a live feed going right now on uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, but, yeah, th- I'm not sure exactly what the setup is as far as, like, where to get tickets. But I'm sure online you can go to probably our website and find the ticket link. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and your Facebook page is? Well, if you just go punch in Dirty Kitchen. Yeah, Frank Sullivan, Dirty Kitchen. Our, our website is dirtykitchenband.com. That's S-O-L-I-V-A-N. Thank you very much there, Chris. I appreciate S-O-L. the spelling of my last name. Well, it's, right. uh, and a lot of people <laughs> might get it wrong. True. Easy to do with that name, for sure. I noticed there's somebody monitoring the uh, live feed there in the corner. Is that your uh, audio practitioner? Yes, our audio man is not doing uh, video today. He is only an A man, not an AV man. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just monitoring what's going on. He's, he's overseeing what's happening here. A, it's also a, his 25th wedding yeah. anniversary today. He's spending it with grown men instead of his wife. Exactly. Yes. Wow. Thank you, Nora, for lending him to us. Happy anniversary. That's Greg Clark, who runs Ooh, Sound for us. Hey, we got a tune here we want to do for you that uh, features Jeremy, our bass man here. Maybe you'll like it. We'll see. I like bass. All right. It's Frank Sullivan and Dirty Kitchen on KGNU. I thought a little while time had just begun I guess you kind of scared yourself you turn and run But you could have a change of heart Rigging on those that number You don't want to call nobody else
Steely Dan bluegrass for you. It, uh, it's always, I think, uh, a lot of people have uh, attempted, and some have been successful at bringing pop tunes into the bluegrass realm. I mean, going back to uh, Errol Scruggs and Farewell Blues, and right. Don Reno did a lot of great things. I thought you did a good job with that, and it, it would have been easy for it to go astray, I think. did Was that one that you guys worked up in the Navy band? No, no that's, that's, a that's one that's been in my head since I was about two years old. No kidding. Wow. That's I'd, when you learned to play those bass lines, wasn't it, Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> I remember when Bill Emerson left uh, Country Currents. Uh, the Na- that's the Navy band you're talking about, right? Yeah, Country yeah. Currents. Country yeah. Current. Yeah. He uh, he mentioned that uh, the band had a pedal steel and other kinds of things. It wasn't just your strict bluegrass quartet or quintet, and that they were, of course, they needed to be able to play a lot of different kinds of tunes. They still are, and they still do. Yeah. Uh huh. Did you did you feel that that really broadened your own uh, uh, that gave you new chops by having to prepare material outside of uh, where you might have been from i think both of us ended up being the musical director for that band and uh i I can't really speak for jeremy but i know him the talent that jeremy has coming into that band uh kind of he he was he he drug everybody along with him i ruled it with (laughs) an iron fist yes iron (laughs) iron fisted bluegrass yeah we we like to you know do some pop covers and whatnot and like uh, bring uh, bring tunes into the band and maybe have you've heard on the radio or whatever but we kind of put our own stamp on it much like that last one even though that's kind of a direct lift but you never hear it with acoustic instruments. No, absolutely. That was a that was a very fresh a fresh sound for that uh, that standard. It really has become a standard. Yeah, right. Uh, can we play another one like that for you? Do you mind? Uh, Do we have time? If it's just like that, well, no, I'm just kidding. Of course, I'm, you've uh, you've got my letter? attention now. All right. Well, we we had a request for the letter. Um, somebody texted me a little the, earlier. The box tops tune. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Alex Chilton. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Trying to get in tune here. All right, well, let's do it for you, man. Thank you so much, Fergus. Uh, Excited to play Cervantes tonight in Denver. Baby, once more Anywhere 
got time for no fast train Lonely days are gone I'm going home, my baby Wrote me a letter Well, she wrote me a letter Said she couldn't live without me no more Listen, Mr. KC Gotta get back to my baby once more Anyway I got the word, got the words in the chords, but that was definitely not a direct lift. You put a little <laughs> dirty kitchen stamp on that one. Yeah, we spread it out. Spread it out on the floor and dirty kitchened all over it. That's Smothered right. it in green chili of bluegrass for it. What I was uh, referring to earlier when I said it's possible to uh, have a have a, a problem with a pop song trying to get it into country uh, music. I was remembering a, a time. You guys know Hot Rise. They played in uh, Boulder just last week. Um, Hot Rise did and. Red Knuckles and the Trailblazers. Uh, That's uh, a great band, too. I like, band. Live, I like Wendell Mercantile. I love them. Um, you're familiar with their uh, their uh, the portion that they used to go to in their shows, uh, Red Remembers the 60s oh, yeah, in his own yeah, style. Yeah. We just played a show with them in Utah last uh, this last weekend. Oh, boy, I wish I could have been there. I went backstage and uh, chatted up Red a little bit uh, during one of their shows, and I convinced him to try a new uh, a new uh, to remember a different one from the 60s yeah. one that they hadn't uh, worked on before Which and it, it it challenged him so much that he went out and started in on it the band it well it, they wished uh, that they hadn't done it i think by the time it was over i talked him into doing dominique anique anique <laughs> and it just didn't it didn't fit immediately into the one, uh, one more anique the and they would have had it three chord uh, the three chord uh, polka rhythm that the trailblazers were remembering we the 60s they, in we tried to talk to them but they wouldn't let us through security i understand yeah. well they had, they had plenty of security around them slade yeah slade used to have problems getting through security too and uh, suede <laughs> suede i understand he's he's better able to charm the security people yeah. yeah keeping them away from everybody else right <laughs> <laughs> well this
this, is, this has been a lot of fun. I'm going to ask uh, Mike Munford to step up uh, to the mic for a second. Um, Mike to the mic. I'm uh, He's here, front and center. A lot of people know that uh, I try to play the banjo, and uh, most people don't know that you're kind of famous in the banjo world for making banjos sound as good as they can sound. A process, <laughs> a process known a as tall order, right? Yeah, a process known as um, um, uh, setup. Setup. And um, oh, winging my, a prayer, I think we just heard from Jeremy there. My own banjo was set up by a guy who was kind of legendary around this town, and he he worked set up all the instruments of the Hot Rise guys back oh, yeah. in the day and others. Uh, his name was uh, uh, Bob Westbrook. Um, Is that Bob's banjos? Uh, no, 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 no. He difference? was he was just a, a an individual guy. He didn't mm-hmm. have a storefront or anything. Okay, um, uh, but. It's hard. Well, most now, of us work out of the trunk of our cars, so you know uh-huh. we don't really need a storefront. <laughs> Amazingly, <laughs> even though they're made out of kind of the same parts, all banjos sound What's different. What's that now? All banjos sound different, even though they're made sort of out of the same parts. Well, they are, and it, it's it's a mechanical instrument. Uh, so there's a lot of variety in, in adjustment and all that kind of thing. And then everybody has their different preferences of what they want to hear and, you know, who their heroes are and how they interpret those tones. So there's a lot, a lot of variables. So I like to work directly with a customer, you know, rather than just hear set up this instrument. I like to find out how they play, who they're listening to, and what they're going for. That really helps dial it in. Do you have good words to describe banjo tones? And I say that um, because I, I read somewhere... Bela Fleck referred to his banjo tone, and he's uh, he's uh, widely respected. He referred to his banjo tone as pillowy. Pillowy. Haven't yeah. heard that one. Uh, how do you describe your banjo well, tone, and what other good terms have you heard? I'll tell you what I what a term that that, that I, I like to use when I think of a, of a pre-war Gibson flathead banjo, and they do have a, a really unique sound, and just the individual strings sound like a glass. Like antique glass being broken with a steel hammer, <laughs> and that, there really is something to that. There's like this golden kind of a hue around the the tone of the string, and it's really a beautiful, unique sound. I used to think of Little Roy Lewis's banjo tone as a golden hammer hitting a golden anvil with each note. <laughs> okay, um, and so I, I I get that one. Um, yeah. But how would you describe your own tone, which is well, kind of unique? As far as just over, just sort of generic terms, I tried to get a balanced tone. You know, something along the lines of, of a Scruggs Crow kind of a tone that has a balance of highs and lows. It has, you know, decent clarity, but has a certain fullness and a thickness. Again, on the individual strings. I hear people say dry. Well, a good dry sound, a banjo. Well, you want, yeah, that's critical on a banjo to have the notes decay properly and not have too many overtones. So that the notes have a decent separation. It's very easy since you're playing a lot of open strings all the time for the notes to run into each other to get clarity and separation of note. But still have sustain, still have the proper twang, right? Mm -hmm. The proper twang that you expect to hear out of a banjo. So getting that balanced in just right. So you want thickness. Something in the middle. Something that cuts. So try to get all three. 
that's that's the challenge. <laughs> Thanks for that information. Sure I'm going to have to ask you guys for one more quick song. Yeah, we've Last only got. Uh, we got Mike. Is he's a human? Michael Munford is a human uh, music and bluegrass encyclopedia. Last night we rolled into Boulder about 3 a.m. and and at 3 a.m. Mike and I had a discussion, 20 minute discussion about the merits of the Hamilton KB uh, 19B capo. I learned about that last <laughs> night. I got on oh, eBay. Wow. I bought one for 15 bucks. He says I can't really use it, but we're going to look at it and we're going to smile. We're going to relive the glory days. That is so. a that's the one. Almost six years in a band with Mike, and I'm still learning stuff at yeah. three in the morning at a I, hotel in Boulder. If there's one thing you get you. with bluegrass, it's disposable income. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's all disposed. That's I for believe sure. you. We've got about two minutes here. Can you can you flame one out at us? It's we'll been Frank. On. We'll get Mike on one here. Frank Sullivan, a dirty kitchen here on KGNU. been listening to Frank Sullivan and Dirty Kitchen on KGNU Morning Sound Alternative. You're listening to KGNU Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins.